Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, it's Steve Geller. Jeff Nowak is in New England. So Charlie Long filling in here on First Take, co-hosting with me. Also, Cullen Steele running the board for First Take. Another hour as we get ready to transition into the Bud Light Countdown, the kickoff coming up at 10 a.m. on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. That's followed by game time in Foxborough. Gillette Stadium between the 1 and 3 New England Patriots and the 2 and 2 New Orleans Saints trying to get above 500. Uh, They've dropped two in a row. And, man, oh, man, we've seen a disappearance from the offense. It's been MIA. Uh, What is it now? Uh, Seven quarters without a offensive touchdown uh, because that last score from – drives, I think. That last score from them was the uh, Rashid Shaheed uh, punt return. Yeah, but the last offensive touchdown was Jimmy Graham. Right, exactly. In in the first quarter of that Patriots – or. Packers game. Packers game right yeah that's not good it that definitely seems like ancient history uh surely need to get in, this team into the end zone a heck of a lot more uh we know the quarterback a bit banged up Derek Carr dealing with a sprained AC joint in his right shoulder uh he was limited in practice all week uh last week before the Tampa Bay Buccaneers he didn't really practice until Friday and we saw that really translated to me come game day against Tampa uh, we saw struggles with the offense he did not look like he was able to get the ball out you know uh, comfortably uh, the offense wasn't able to push the ball down the field uh, that's something that has to change this Sunday going into the matchup he's questionable but I do expect Carr to be the starting QB today uh, being a limited participant in practice all week uh, here's what the QB had to say as the Saints gear up to play the New England Patriots today at noon do you feel like you guys are close to reaching your potential in offense? Do you feel like you guys know what little things have to get fixed? Yeah, great question. We we really do. You know, we you know you sit there and you watch the film, and then you go out to practice, and we do the corrections better, and we we feel better, and we we can't forget you know what we're capable of. You know, it's easy when it gets hard. You know, um, yeah, especially early in the season, it's easy to let it beat you up. And uh, but Da did a great job of leading us uh, today and reminding us, you know, that. We still have every everyone and what it takes um, to accomplish what we want. Let's just talk, let's just do the things better that we talked about. And today at practice, we did those things better. So uh, hopefully that leads to more success 
on Sunday. When you uh, you said no selfish, just no finger pointing, no frustration, things like that. Is that because you're a veteran who's been there and done that, and Pete's a guy who's been here? I mean, DA's fielding questions about changing play callers, and everybody yeah. on TV's talking about what's wrong. Is maybe because of the fact that you've been here, done that through tough times before, not here, but in the league, yeah. maybe kind of a little bit calming? Yeah, I've been through tougher times than than this, you know. <laughs> you know, the, we're going to be all right. And we got the right kind of people, I think, is where it starts with. It's a it's a, it's a people business, you know. And you got to have the right kind of people. We have the right kind of people in the room. Um, uh, we have people that know what they're doing. We have people that want to do it right, and they can do it right. And so, um, you know, we want to get back on track just as bad as everybody uh, wants us to. Um, and we know what we're capable of. So, best thing is we just go out there and try and prove it again this Sunday, you know, and uh, make the corrections from what we've talked about, make our adjustments and things like that. But we have the right people. That's for sure. You were just saying that this you've been through tougher times than this. How, how would you just describe this current juncture of where they were, were two and two, one game out of first in our division, and it's only four games in. Yeah. And it's not at all where we want to be, uh, not what we expected. But it's what we've earned and uh, looking forward to earning some more. But, I mean, I've started a season 0 and 10 before. This is not that. So when you look at um, the average points per game so far and where it ranks, I guess, like in 25th or something, mm. I mean, just for lack of a better term, how does, it, like, how does that just make you feel relative oh, to what yeah. you expected? Yeah, that part, like if you, you know, right now the worst thing to do is to get into numbers, good or bad. You know, like the, the main thing to do that I've learned from some coaches here and coaches in the past is like none of that right now matters like we are all everyone is on a collision course to the end of the season of who can play their best football at you know at the end and so whether it's good now good let's make it better you know whether it's tough right now good let's make it better um, and it's, that part sounds so cliche but you try not to get frustrated you know you try not to get all that you understand the urgency you understand the diligence and what needs to take place um, you know, I'm not going to list out what we've talked about in there. You, know, you guys know me. I'm not going to do that. But we know as players, okay, bam, 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 okay, got it. So when I go back in there, I better do that better than I did it last week, you know, and from everybody. So for us, you just want to consistently do that. And then hopefully at the end, you look at the number, like, okay, that's better than how we started. Derek, you talked about being in tougher positions starting a season 0 and 10. What have you maybe learned from how to crawl out of that and get a team back to where it needs to be that you want yeah. to bring here? That uh, the, nobody cares how you feel. Nobody cares what you're going through. Nobody cares about this or what that. No, no, not one single person cares because on Sunday they're going to say, did you win or did you lose? And they're going to have two people at a desk talking about it, you know, and that's all that matters. And to us, the only thing that matters is none of that should matter, right? Nobody cares how you feel. Nobody cares what you're going through. Just get back to work, do things better. You know, that's football. And, you know, that, that since I was little, you get taught, you get taught the best lessons through playing the sport or playing any sport, doing anything like it's tough sometimes. Life's hard, you know. Uh, I've I've dealt with things way tougher than this in my life with my son or with my grandparents or with whatever. Like this is football. It's tough, it's hard, your back's against the wall a little bit. What are you gonna do about it? You're gonna fight or you're gonna quit. And so I think we're finding out a lot about our guys this week in their preparation. And hopefully, you know, guys are taking it to another level of getting in on those details so that we can all, as a whole, offense, defense, special teams, be cleaner and feel better about it. Eric, the, the fans in general 
kind of put a target on Pete Carmichael the last few weeks. What's the confidence level in the building in him as a, as a play caller? Yeah, like if you didn't tell me that, I would have no idea. You well, know. it's true. Yeah, yeah like, no, I, I'm not, not denying that. Yeah. I, but I don't pay attention to anything. Like, I pay attention, you know, to what we're trying to do on the inside. And from the inside, we don't feel any of that, uh, I don't know the word, pressure or any of that uh, angst or anxiety from Pete or towards Pete. We don't feel any of that. Um, like, we are just, we have such a veteran group that guys have been through a little bit that we came in just ready to work this week and we weren't focused on the target or anything like that like we like i said we we don't talk about it we don't know about it uh um, is there confidence in him in the building I, we have great confidence uh you know from from a player's i can only speak for players right. you know I, from a player standpoint we love pete uh we know what he brings we know how smart he is we we see we see we see when we turn the film on no that's on me you know or that's on you or <laughs> like talking player wise like we got to do that better for you pete you know uh, and I think once once we play better and we execute better, hopefully, you know, there won't be a target on his back because he he's given his you know whole life to this city and this organization for a long time, and he's he's still uh, the same amazing coach that he's been the whole time. That's Saints quarterback Derek Carr, who passed for three touchdowns and an interception his last game against New England. Uh, that was December 18th, 2022. He is actually aiming for his third in a row versus the Patriots with two-plus passing touchdowns and fifth in a row versus New England with 20-plus completions. I like those stats. I want to see more of that offense obviously on display today for this black and gold team. Yeah, and we're going to hear from Pete Carmichael in just a little bit. Right. It is good to hear that they haven't just completely given up on him. They still have confidence in him. What are they going to say, though, right? Well, I, I get that, but it's just like, I mean, there there have been a th- times where I'm not going to say Pete Carmichael's been perfect because he hasn't been. There's been issues, and when we hear his audio, he blames a lot of the offensive issues on himself. Got to put it on me, right. Right. It's all about improvement, and once again, we're in week four, not you know week 15. It's not the – it's not – unsalvageable right so but but Derek knows that it's on him too and he needs to perform better because right now he's not cutting it yeah he mentioned it obviously saying I've had worse starts than this to my career you know for for a season and there's there's no reason to hit that quote-unquote panic button right now well he's got to get it going at some point Steve I don't know if it's going to happen this week because I know the Patriots do still have a very strong defense even without two of their best defensive players Matthew Judon and Christian Gonzalez who as we mentioned earlier both out indefinitely, both will not be playing in this game. I mean, it's still a Bill Belichick defense, Steve. Like, I'm, I'm not super confident in the Saints offense going against that. But at the same time, I have no confidence in the Saints or in the Patriots offense going against the Saints defense. I'm hammering the under here. It is 39 points. I do not care. I, this is the screams that it goes under to me. Be curious to find out, you know, once we get into game mode, when we check in with the uh, at Patriots, Gillette Stadium, to find out what the win situation is. Because, yeah, f- kicking a field goal could become very vital today. Yeah, and Blake Rupi's been really good. I mean, outside of that one miss against the Packers, he's been perfect so far this season. So, knock on wood. But, I mean, it seems like they made the good pick in, in Blake Rupi over Will Lutz so far this season. Uh, but at, when you get to that point, Steve, you want to start coming away with touchdowns. You want to start putting up sevens on the board instead of threes. I love Blake Rupi. I think he's been very solid to start his rookie campaign. But they gotta if you, if you want to get out of this rut that you're in, 
when you get down into the red zone, start putting up sevens. You got to figure out how to get to into the end zone instead of settling for those field goals. Preach about getting into that end zone. Want to get six instead of settling for three. We'll be back with more first take right after the break here on WWL Saints Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got their own idea on what we have to do to be successful on offense. Um, you know, it comes down to everyone doing their job, which I know is coach speak and all this, you know, rah, rah, chip on your shoulder, player BS. But um, it, it, that's really what it comes down to. If we could all just individually match up and, and make sure that we're, you know, fighting from whistle to whistle um, to try to keep Derek protected, get open on routes, um, you know, make the right throws, make the right reads on, on routes, on balls, on everything that we could do. Um, there's plenty more to be said and there's plenty more to be done. I just think it's time to stop saying things. Good to hear from Saints tight end Foster Murrow, who is back with the black and gold this week. He had missed some time due to an ankle issue. Uh, full, full go of practice all week, ready to suit up and be back in the mix. And surely any additional weapon for this offense is welcome. Uh, not only uh, his hands for receiving, but definitely in the blocking game. It's like he said, talk is cheap. <laughs> the money is the action on the field. And so, I mean, they got to they gotta go out and do it. You can keep talking about, oh, it's not on Pete. It's on us. We got to execute. We got to execute. We got to execute. You'll hear that over said over. And over. Right. I mean, it's it's like ad nauseum. But you got to go out and do it. Just get it done. Like, it's it's been – been a frustrating first few weeks with this offense and they we know they have the talent (laughs) like we know that they can go out and get it done 
Um, it's just about performance on the field. Well, besides criticism, obviously, head coach Dennis Allen, quarterback Derek Carr, the rest of the offensive weapons, another big one, offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael Jr. Everybody's yep. ready to run him out of town. Here's what the Saints OC had to say this week after practice. Can you tell us, I mean, is there anything in particular, the red zone, what the issues have been that you've been able to dial in on? Yeah, I think um... – when you really just look at all aspects, I, I think I got to do a better job, and it's my responsibility, uh, regardless of what any of the situations is. Obviously, the red zone is one of them, uh, but there's there's things that, uh, again, it's it's on me. I got to get those things fixed and corrected, and uh, I got to do a better job. So 100% on me. But right now, right now, our focus, my focus, right now, is on the preparation for this week. Is there any is there anything you do, I guess, specifically to to eliminate the outside noise, or do you just go about your business? Well, I think it's just. The outside noise, that's part of this business. I think that uh, it's clear that i got to do a better job. And so, I don't, yeah, my focus right now is on the team and the preparation for this week. Hey, Pete, when you mentioned, like, doing a better job, what does that actually entail? Well, i got to put our guys in better situations. I think we got to uh, sustain drives and uh, the red zone being one of the areas that i got to have better better play selection and, and uh, you know, keep drives going. What, what does it mean to have not only Dennis in support of you, despite you know the struggles they have offensively, and even Derek say, "Hey, it's fun. It's on these players that make those plays." What, what does it mean to hear from you that they still have faith in what you're doing? Yeah, I, I really don't. Uh, you know, I think that that's just the type of team players building organization that we built around here. That everybody takes it upon themselves to to get this thing turned around and corrected. So obviously, uh, their support means a lot. But again, when ultimately, it's it's my responsibility. When you're looking at it, how close are you guys? I mean, is it you know just a hiccup here and there, or you know, how, how close are you to? Yeah, you I, play I think as you know, when we watch the film, we see that there's there's some opportunities out there, and so I think that. Uh, but for those opportunities to happen, I gotta you know make sure that's all cleaned up again. Right now, focus, preparation for this week, and, and you know energy, effort, and getting going. When you see a Belichick defense, what, what comes to mind? Uh, this group is smart, instinctive. They tackle well. Uh, they're going to make you earn every everything. They're obviously extremely well coached, and you just see, uh, you know, when you're when you're watching the film, you see a disciplined team. And again, it's it's a big challenge. What's been a common theme in your conversations with Doug Marone regarding just some of the offensive line struggles? Well, I think this. I think that uh, I think there's improvement in that area. I just think, again, everything's about the team. Uh, we talk about all the positions, so it's not just uh, Doug and I. It's everybody that's in there, and we talk about every position, things that we can do maybe to help help guys out. What are some of the things you feel like you guys are doing well, though, like so far? Listen, I think, again, the focus preparation this week, I think that uh, uh, there's a lot of areas, all the areas. we got to improve in every area, so that's on me. I, I, no, I said, what are some of the things you feel like you yeah. guys are doing well, though? Yeah, I, listen, I think we're getting in and out of the huddle. We're communicating well. I think that... Uh, you know, Derek's doing a good job getting us into the into the right plays when uh, he's presented those opportunities. Uh, I think it's just sometimes when we get a drive going, we sustain it. But we have we've we've had some longer drives that we failed in the red zone. Uh, but I think it's it's getting that drive started. Something that when we have been able to do that, we've had success moving it down to the red zone. But we just haven't finished those drives. And how often does Derek have that opportunity to get you guys in and out of things at the line of scrimmage? Uh, I think that's part of what he likes being able to do. And so, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it, it probably varies game to game, but it's something that I, I'm very comfortable letting him do. Even dating back to John Gruden being a part of installing the offense, you know, back in the offseason and all the 
figureheads on the offensive staff as far as game plan. Has there has there been any the change or addition as far as um, the, the people involved in, in having those conversations and making that plan? I think it's, it's our staff that's up there and uh, have confidence in every one of them. And uh, the process hasn't changed. I think, you know, we installed our base offense throughout training camp. Uh, obviously, there were some new ideas with Derek coming in and, and thoughts that he had. Uh, and then, you know, there's, there's some people that you talk to as well. Uh, maybe you study some teams, but I think that uh, we're doing what we feel is our base offense. Listen, I think this turned around. Well, obviously, I think there's a sense of urgency to get it turned around. Uh, we're four weeks in, and you know, going back to last year, I, I just haven't done a good enough job. And again, preparation for this week, get these guys going, a little energy, a little juice, and and uh, put that as our focus. Saints offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael Jr. and I think a very reoccurring theme you heard on that from him was I wish I counted. put it on me. I wish I counted how many times he said I need to improve or I need to get better. Right. Because he said it a lot and that was not a very long presser. It was only a about five minutes long, and he just said it so many times. Well, that was even the trimmed down version. I chopped that down. It was probably 12 to 14 minutes. Yeah, I mean, he knows. At the end of the day, he knows the criticism's coming his way. He's got a big target on his back, and he knows he needs to be better, as he said very many times <laughs> at that presser. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Saints offense has too many weapons to be bottom 10 in the NFL in scoring. What happened? Remember preseason game number one? We saw this offense come out, and they drove right down the field, I, scored sure a touchdown. I'm sure you remember, and... Steve. Like, <laughs> do you remember, I think it was last preseason with Jameis Winston when he finally got <laughs> the reins of the offense yeah. in preseason, and they looked incredible. It's Preseason can be deceiving. Yeah, Mike D says it all the time to us. Uh, preseason games are all a mirage, the good and the bad. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back with more First Take after the break. Our Oakland Hard Jewelers Rolex time check. Two hours, 27 minutes till our noon start in Foxborough Stadium. One and three New England taking on two and two New Orleans. The Bud Light countdown to kickoff with the Cajun Cannon coming up next at 10 a.m. We'll be closing out First Take. Still got another half hour to go right here. Be back with more of your calls on the Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line 504 260-1870 plus more from the Saints Sound Bank right after this on WWL. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back into WWL's first take. Steve Geller along with Charlie Long counting down to the Bud Light countdown to kickoff, which will be coming up at 10 a.m. That's followed by game time in New England at Foxborough Stadium between the one and three Patriots and two and two New Orleans Saints. You know, Charlie, checking out uh, 
a really eye-popping statistic, and I guess it really shouldn't be too surprising when both teams you lose a Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, Rod Walker from The Advocate tweeted this out earlier this week, and I, I you know, put this out there after he got this info out because I thought it was pretty you know, uh, interesting to see. Saints records since Drew Brees retired, 18-20. and 20. That's a .474 winning percentage. Patriots record since Tom Brady left, 26 and 29.473 win percentage just a point point you know just yeah, a point off a right there it's so difference. minimal yeah absolutely it was a one year difference from when tom went to the buccaneers versus when obviously drew hung him up but looking at you know as far as the patriots offense goes and mac jones we talked about him a little bit in the first hour even during that rookie season that we considered to be pretty stellar all, all things considered 67 percent completion percentage over 3800 yards 22 touchdowns this is a stat that stands out, Steve. He had 13 picks in that pretty strong rookie season. And then the next year, 11 picks. He's gone double-digit picks each of his first two seasons in New England. And then so far this year, through the first four games, he's thrown four interceptions. He's thrown at least one in three games. Let's I, help him get closer to that double digits today. The, we talked last year about how the Saints' turnover differential was a big reason for their struggles. It's similar with the Patriots, right? If you're minus five through the first four weeks of the season, you aren't winning at all. And that's what the Patriots are. So if you're the Saints defense after the you know pretty slow week last week against Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers, you got to get back to flying around the ball. You're going to see a couple lollipop throws from Mac Jones. I love. I just love saying that term. I just can't stop using it. Uh, uh, those throws that Mac Jones just floats out there, ball hawk the DBs. I, I mean, as far as matchups go, I don't think there's a bigger mismatch in this game than the Saints cornerback room and DB room just in general versus the Patriots receivers. The one kind of weapon that could throw things into a, a loop, I guess you would say, is Hunter Henry, their tight end. Mike kind of talked about him in the first hour. Right. But I don't know. I don't know, Steve. I'm not scared by Devontae Parker. I'm not really scared. But Kendrick Bourne's been off to a pretty good start. He's been solid. I'm not really scared by him either. And Juju Smith-Schuster was their big offseason acquisition in that receiver room. Who's been a total I mean, non-factor. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said earlier. If you look at these young quarterbacks that take the next step, like the Jalen Hurts, he got A.J. Brown. Like Tua, he got Tyreek Hill. Like Josh Allen, he got Stephon Diggs. This is what teams have been doing when they have these – I mean, even to a lesser extent, I guess, Justin Fields, you saw what he just did with D.J. Moore. Like the, That's what the Bears were hoping when they went out and made that trade, that D.J. Moore would have that same kind of effect that those other three guys I just listed off did on their young quarterbacks. With Mac Jones, the Patriots haven't done that, and you've seen him kind of regress and take a step back. So if you're the Saints defense, the last thing you need to do today is give him any kind of confidence. Keep, I mean, he, this is a guy, I will rephrase this, he got benched last week, Steve. They got blown out 38-3 to against the Cowboys, and he was benched for the backup Bailey Zappi. He's under a ton of scrutiny in New England. If you're the Saints defense, get after him. Force those turnovers, get him pressure. As Mike said, he likes to kind of step up into pass rush. And if you're Carl Granderson, if you're Cam Jordan, if you're just Nathan Shepard, the Saints pass rushers, Brian Bercy, Wrap them up, get them down, get those negative plays because this Patriots offense, they've shown that when they get into negative situations, they can't get out of it. They can't figure out how to climb their way out, and they just don't have the weapons to do so. So Saints defense, I'm expecting a big day from them, and that's why I'm hopeful for the Saints in, in this Week 5 matchup. Charlie, you mentioned that Saints defense. We're going to get to one of the stars, obviously, and veteran All-Pro Cam Jordan. Here's what he had to say this week getting ready for the Patriots. I think uh, Colin said last week there was a lot of gap integrity that was kind of compromised. Yeah, I think uh, this week intensity picked up. 
Um, I believe, you know, when you when you lose two games in a row, everything's at a premium, um, and we we want to win each of these games. I mean, that's the whole point of us doing this work. If, if Colin feels like you know we we lack some gap integrity, I know this week everything has been sound uh, in terms of interior to exterior D on the D line. Uh, but I think the front seven has made it a focus to communicate, open things up, and, fo- and really hone in on shutting down uh, this run. Um, I think, you know, if we can make a team one-dimensional, then we can take advantage of a couple of different things that we see on tape. What would be your assessment of a Bill Belichick offense post-Tom Brady and, and, and the challenges of facing that? Right. I mean, you know, it's still a very balanced, um, it's still a very balanced offense, and I think Bill Belichick is one of the greatest, you know, coaches out there. You know, clearly a Hall of Fame coach because of the way he analyzes the game. Um, you know, it's not it's not so much of what's their identity. They can see things uh, from that worked on our defense previously and use that same concept. Um, I think that. You know, Bill Belichick is one of them ones, you know, one of them head coaches that is uh, always going to have the guys trying to fight for the, the right uh, the right sailing and uh, guys buy into him, you know. Uh, Car- uh, Derek has mentioned that it was like mentally taxing facing a Bill Belichick defense. Do you get that same way? Any like Bill Belichick team, is it, you know, like is it a tough week in terms of preparation? Uh, absolutely. Because, again, you know, you can game plan for what you see on film, but uh, Bill Belichick, his offense has always been able to be like, hey, this is what we saw on that worked on defense. And you know, you're going to catch some of those concepts. So you pr- pretty much have to evaluate yourself and evaluate them as well. No, it's just one game, but three and two versus two and three. You feel like- I mean, three and one versus two and two. These, these- you can't you can't uh, worry about what what's happened. You have to worry about what's in front of you. Um, at this point, I'm trying to win each of these games one week at a time, one day at a time, one practice at a time. We're going to focus on the smaller details and focus on what we can hone in on. Uh, get to Sunday and hopefully put a, a full game together in all three phases of the game. You got another quarterback who's somewhat mobile. How? Or is it frustrating to get half a step away and Which one? get a hand on a guy? Zap or Jones? Jones. I'm breaking down film on both. Look, I, at the end of the day, um, it's going to be up to D-line to collapse the pocket, make sure that he doesn't get those squeaky yardage because he's a little bit more elusive. Um, Jones is, is a little bit more elusive in the pocket uh, than you think he is as well as Zap. I mean, honestly, um, Jones has seen that he's throwing, he, he's, he's throwing the ball a lot quicker than he has before. Um, it's going to be one of those frustrating games, you know? It's like the last two or three games. It's going to be one of those one of those type of games where you're going to have to keep on trying to get in the backfield, keep on pressuring them. Eventually, those pressures will lead into uh, a better position for our defense. Cam, what's it going to take for you guys to get back to a top five rushing defense? It comes down to not missing tackles. I think the last week we we missed some tackles we normally don't miss. Um, we had some squeaky yardage from quarterbacks that really have up the yards per carry because if you look at the running backs you know you figure they're somewhere around that three yards a carry you add in a 10 yard run a 12 yard run from a quarterback um last week two weeks ago a 20 something yard run from a quarterback that doesn't help out your, your yards per carry situation um at the end of the day that's directly reflected on on the d line so that's on me that's on our defensive line and we have to be able to uh, accommodate messaging or tone change at all after a consecutive loss from from your end demario's and even no each one of these games we only have 17 opportunities each one of these games is overly important my bad Uh, um, at the end of the day what we want to do is put ourselves in the best position to succeed Uh, and it starts with our rush defense again it starts with making a team um, singles singularly faceted if you will
we can shut down the run, then we can actually have some fun, and we've been looking to have some fun for a while. That's Saints defensive end Cam Jordan. Shut down the run to have some fun. And, yeah, Cam hasn't had much fun this season, just a half a sack going into this game. I do have a feeling that, it, and it may not be Cam, but I do feel that the Saints defense will have some fun today. I just – the Patriots offense hasn't shown me anything, Steve. Right, you talk about weeks. a run game. The Saints run game has struggled, so has the Pats. The Pats – It's been abysmal. So, yeah, I mean, with the Pats, the, I don't really know what they were expecting either. Like, Mac Jones had a regression from year one to year two. They don't give him any kind of a help as far as getting him any sort of weapons offensively other than, as I said earlier, Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, come Ramondre on. They, they signed the Ezekiel Elliott they brought their in. Their running back room, yeah, it's Ramondre <laughs> Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott who is just like I, – I remember the talk about a revenge game for Zeke last mm, week against the Cowboys. Yeah. How did that work out? Yeah, no, I don't know. But as far as getting back to having fun, that's what you know Deuce was saying on Friday. Get back to just showing that emotion. like making, And, and you can't fake it. Like You can't fake the funk, right? But if you're going out and making big hits, big tackles, interceptions, fumble recoveries, sacks, like all these gigantic negative plays that this defense can produce against this Patriots offense that has struggled this year, that's how you start to get that swagger back. That's how you bounce back from that loss last week to Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and start to build some momentum into this upcoming stretch. And it's got to start this week against Mac Jones and the Patriots offense that has just been suspect. Yeah, when you talk about with Baker Mayfield last week, I was really surprised to see how much the defense struggled against Tampa Bay, and he was just allowed to break free way too many times and, and end up converting those first downs. Yes, I know Mac Jones is no statue, but he's definitely not as elusive no, not a, as a guy as Baker Mayfield. He's not mobile, and that's what gets me kind of excited as far as the pass rush goes. <laughs> Please, is because home. this this is looking like a potential back bounce back game from them specifically. The defensive line get some heat on Mac Jones and force him to make those just loopy throws that he can throw out and have your dbs make plays in the defensive backfield because as i said earlier that is the biggest mismatch in this game in my opinion the saints db room versus those Patriots weapons so another big standout on that saints defense linebacker demario davis hasn't really been you know putting up those numbers in the statistical category either but obviously still a huge leader right now on this squad here's what he had to say leading up to this matchup against the pats today Facing Bill Belichick, Coach Allen was saying that obviously he's such a mastermind that changes from week to week. For a defender, how challenging is that? But how exciting, I guess, is that challenge to uh, I mean, anytime you're going up against uh, not just one coach, but a coaching staff that's had a ton of success in this league, there's a reason for that success. Um, you know, they're going to have those guys prepared. They're going to give you a multitude of looks. So you got to be... Uh, ready not just for the things that, that they've shown on film, but also the things that you haven't seen that they're going to uh, know how to implement based on what they've seen in you. So um, you just got to be ready for all of it. Martin, what's the week of preparation been like? I know you guys don't reflect too far behind you or look too far ahead, but I mean, everything that you want to do is right at, still ahead of you. It's all in the process. It's all in your process. It's not... Um, the product of wins and losses that matters. It's, it, it's, it's in your process, and we're constantly trying to perfect that process. We're constantly trying to get better. Um, we know we haven't played our best football, and so that's what we're trying to get to. We could be here right here 4-0 and and hadn't played our, our, our best football, um, and we'd be chasing that. We could be here at 0-4 and knowing we haven't played our best football. Uh, we'd feel a lot worse, um, but that's – that's, that's the goal is how do we get to that as quickly as possible. I think that's that's universal. 
Um, but our goal is to be the first one to arrive at that point. What has changed about the process this week? You just go. You just go. Um, I don't know if it's anything that has changed dramatically. I think um, anytime you haven't played your best football, a sense of urgency has to happen. And that's all. I think uh, not that our urgency hasn't been there, um, but it just it just becomes uh, more of an emphasis on the urgency in our communication, um, in the details of the process, um, and the big the, the big time players stepping up and, and what's needed for us to be successful. Um, and so I like where we are. We're excited about this week. We're excited about this challenge. You mentioned Mac a little Sorry, bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had some turnover problems, especially in the last week or so. Uh, what have you maybe noticed that's caused him to be sped up or to turnover prone? Uh, I think he's a very good football player. Um, I don't necessarily de- de- defend the guy for his weaknesses. I'm looking at the ways that he can hurt you. Um, and I think he's uh, deceptively savvy in the pocket. Uh, he can extend plays. He keeps his eyes downfield. Uh, he knows where to go with the football. He can make all the throws. And especially as he gets closer to the end zone, you can see him move around and make some magic happen. And uh, it's going to be a tough challenge. Um, I don't see too many weaknesses with him. Um, so I'm definitely excited about that challenge. You know, extending plays was obviously something that occurred last week and caused an issue. What are some of the you know the keys to handling quarterbacks that do want to come? Man, we got to get to the quarterback. It's just point blank period. I don't care if he's running. I don't care if he's getting rid of the ball in two seconds. We got to get to the quarterback. And we take a lot of pride in that we've had. We play our best football when, we, when, when we're doing that. Um, you know, and so the hunters got to hunt. Point blank period. Saints linebacker Demario Davis. Hunter's got a I was hunt. just thinking that. That's a good way to end that. I love it. Let's get on the prowl and take a bite out of Mac Jones yes, today. Yes, get after him. Get after him, force those bad throws, get those turnovers. That he's so very very much turnover prone through the first couple of years of his career. So, yeah, make those big plays. Keep him in that negative turnover differential because they're minus five so far this season. That's going to be a big key. We'll get into some of our game predictions and also fantasy football outlook when we get back from the break right here on WWL. Closing out first take. Charlie, I know we want to get into some of our per game predictions for the game and also who you like fantasy-wise for the black and gold today. Real quick, fantasy-wise, I like the Saints defense score prediction. Once again, real big fan of the Saints defense. This isn't a get-right game for the Saints offense, but I still got them pulling it out 17-16, to 16, Steve. I got the Saints getting a 24-20 victory, liking the black and gold in this one. Watch out for Alvin Kamara. I think he ends up with two scores today, leading the black and gold. Steve Geller, along with Charlie Long, saying goodbye for first take. Be back with more of the Bud Light Countdown to kickoff right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 